0: So, who is more important to the New England Patriots? Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? Tom's in the Super Bowl. Helmets Off is on. (laughs) Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Helmets Off. Uh, I think of all the Super Bowls happening or have happened This may be the most exciting one to watch. When you have two unbelievable quarterbacks playing at really high levels, one clearly at the end of his career and one at the beginning, and both of them probably their generation's player. Tom Brady's been doing this for over 20 years. I remember seeing Tom Brady. He actually... The first year he played was my last year in the NFL. And at the time when he was filling in for Drew Bledsoe, it's like, yeah, when Bledsoe is healthy, he'll be back in there. This guy's, yeah, he's just, you know, he's okay. Uh, Nothing special, nothing like, nothing that's going to go to 10 Super Bowls, nothing that's going to play for 21 years, nothing that who, the number of Oh, my goodness. Records that he has in the postseason alone is so staggering. But I remember at that time when he was, he wasn't a rookie, but it was my last year. His first year he was playing. Nobody thought he was going to be great. Nobody thought after he went to the Super Bowl and won it, did they think he was going to be great even after leading a late uh, drive down the field. And and again, they weren't losing the game. It wasn't pressure on him, but there was, I mean, but he won the game. And that was a sign to tell you that Tom Brady was a massively clutch player. And, and I, you know, maybe it's his, maybe it's his, his um, non-athleticism. Maybe it's his, you know, his physical demeanor, whatever it is. But you, but you kind of watch him and you just go, yeah, okay. And then he wins another Super Bowl and you go, okay. And then he wins another one and he goes to another one and he wins, and he has, he, he's won six Super Bowls. And you say, well, it's, you know, it's all of being kind of in with Belichick and being in new England and it's the perfect storm. And they really have it dialed into who they are and, and what it takes to win championships. They, they got it. They figured it out. Well, Tom Brady decides to leave, right? And, and you're like, he could go anywhere. Well, I mean, not anywhere, but he goes to Tampa Bay. Not a team that's been you know, hot on winning Super Bowls, winning championships, and quite frankly, winning in general. And you have a coach in Bruce Arians who has who kind of got a list of quarterbacks that he's really had tremendous success with. And so you can see why, you know, just that alone, the, the Bruce Arians connection, is why Tom Brady would want to go there. And then you, um, you look at the, the football team, a lot of talent. You know, they're close. They're, my goodness, they're, a, they're just a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. And it had its ups and downs. And you're, and you're sitting there and you're going, yeah, you know, Brady, I don't know. Uh, he's erratic. You know the coach is calling him out. On, you know, in the public, in the media, uh, he he's doing things that weren't typically Tom Brady. But he's winning. And then when they got in the playoffs, that's when the value of Tom Brady came through. So here's Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl again. And you're like, do we really care? Do we really want him to be in the Super Bowl? And I'm saying, absolutely. We want Tom Brady to be in the Super Bowl. This guy, uh, from a guy who's played the position, this guy is amazing. It's incredible what he's done. It's even more incredible what he's done not being with the New England Patriots. It really is. I mean, he's been at his best uh, when, when he's not been. There. And I threw three interceptions in the championship game and about gave it away, but he didn't. And those, you know, that, that's a little... A little bit of the, eh, you know, is he the same? Here's, here's the difference. Belichick was all about situations, and he was all about the quarterback being smart, making smart decisions, making smart throws. Bruce Arians has been like, forget that. We're going down the field. We are, we are going to attack teams. We're going to attack teams. We're going to attack teams. And he did that. He did that in the championship game. And, and he, he, they, they relentlessly had that mindset. They played to win. And I'm not saying Bill Belichick doesn't play to win or didn't play to win. But there was, there was, a, there was, a, there was a little bit of a conservativeness to him, maybe more so than a Bruce, a Bruce Arians. And if I've ever wanted to watch a Super Bowl, it's this one. It's watching Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Here are two guys that are, I mean – I mean, they're the they're their generation's player. they Tom Brady is is been the past twenty years of football, and Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be the next twenty years. I mean, from the moment the kid was in there, they're going to championship games. He's in his second Super Bowl in his third year of playing. He is legitimately an amazing player, a player making throws I've never seen before. Never ever have I seen before. Uh, a truly truly a remarkable talent. So um you know I think all of the money like in the Super Bowl this year is probably on Patrick Mahomes. It's probably on the talent they they've got tremendous talent. Um they they're really good defensively. Patrick Mahomes will have plenty of time to heal. But I'm just telling you, do not bet against Tom Brady ever. If anyone ever understands this, if anyone ever understands how to win Super Bowls, if anyone's probably more motivated to win a Super Bowl, I'm telling you, it's Tom Brady. The dude is, he is, don't bet against him. And he's still playing at a very, very high level. Uh, So I think this is going to be a fascinating game. There's some really unique, you know, uh insights to this of course it's a home game for Tampa i don't think the home game means a thing just so you know i don't because uh the super bowl is typically a distraction and with uh Kansas City having to stay home uh and just come a couple you know travel a couple couple of days before the game and not have the scrutiny of the super bowl it's just it's almost like a regular season game in fact there's only going to be 22,000 fans in the stands there, it, there's no such thing as a home game for Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. It's just not. It's, um, yeah, they, you know, they sleep in their own bed, and that's great for them. But so does Kansas City. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a lot different. And home field has not meant a whole lot in this regular season because of a lack of crowd noise and and kind of that energy you get from that home team. So, um, there's certainly the advantage is not to Tampa Bay. But I'm telling you, Tom Brady is been to 10 Super Bowls played 21 years I mean it's it's insane he's been it's like he's been to I think 23 percent of all Super Bowls played of all of them uh it's just it's just remarkable and 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 I could not be more excited to watch watch you know young Jedi try to take take you know the pebble from my hand Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of thing happening in the Super Bowl gonna be a fun one to watch. all right well, I'll tell you what else is going to be fun is the next two segments in our program. So uh, stick around that old grumpy Aaron Rodgers kind of playing tricks with the green Bay Packers. What's he up to? And then, you know, it's been a fascinating thing with uh, some of these college quarterbacks. Clearly Trevor Lawrence is number one, but who's number two? do some of that in the future. To Helmets Off, Scott Mitchell here. Uh, You know, if you like us, go to Facebook at uh, the Helmets Off podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off show. Love to have you here. Like us, leave comments, uh, anything you'd like. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers loses at home in a championship game. Uh, He's won one championship game in six. Uh, he's, not, he's not done well in those championship games. He is a talent. He has had a remarkable year, had a remarkable season, uh, MVP of the league. And a lot. I think a lot of people were surprised at this. He was very grumpy with the organization about who they selected, number one, a quarterback, Jordan Love from Utah State, and not some more talent. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of talent. He has one guy who's exceptional. So I, I get that, but that, that even bodes more for what a remarkable season that Aaron Rodgers had. And, and he kind of hinted at the end of the season after everything was over, like, yeah, I'm not sure about what I want to do. And this is typical Aaron Rodgers. And quite frankly, I think a lot of why he's lost a lot of these games is on Aaron Rodgers. And what I see, and I just, I watch him play, and I watch the body language, I watch his facial expressions, I listen to his comments and the tone of his comments. And it's always from a negative perspective. Now, I understand the guy has a chip on his shoulder, and he's played his entire career with a chip on his shoulder. So maybe he just doesn't know how to be anything other than just grumpy and mad at the world. But I'm telling you, I firmly believe that that mindset impacts his performance physically. I think the way he thinks about things, the grumpiness actually has an impact on how he performs. And I think if Aaron Rodgers was hearing me right now, he would say, you're full of crap. But I watch and, and, and his demeanor just smells of someone who i don't you know is just not happy with the world or could never be satisfied never be happy i think if he goes and wins a super bowl i don't know that he's ever happy and i don't know what that is i really don't uh just some people just have that kind of demeanor about him uh you know just he has this disgust and this disdain for all of these you know the the organization you know the, you just you just watch and and uh, and, and it just has this, this massive impact. And I don't know that he can get rid of that. I mean, it's just his personality. It's just who he is. But it's just, it to me, I really believe it impacts how he plays ultimately on the field. And I think he's a tremendous talent, unbelievable talent. But I feel like if anyone's getting in an Aaron Rodgers' way, it's Aaron Rodgers. And I know a lot of people are going to, you know, just poo-poo this. But I don't care. I, this is, it's what I watch. It's what I observe. And it's not that he can't do it. It's that he doesn't for whatever reason. He's, you know, he's just holding things back. I mean, he's mad at his whole entire family. He has a beautiful girlfriend. He's mad at her. And she's toxic and all these things, you know, according to him. And, and the organization that he's with, that, you know, they, they make stupid decisions. I mean, the coaches, you know, he, everyone is wrong except for him. And you take Sean McDermott for for a minute here, who's the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. And at the end of their season, he says, clearly there's a gap between the Kansas City Chiefs and us right now. And I I heard that statement and I'm like, that is a guy that's going to succeed. Because he has a willingness to say, I'm being honest here. Uh, Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes we can do better. We can be better. And, and he probably will be better. And when, when every when someone wants to cast it upon everyone else as to why things aren't working out, you kind of see the best of who they are, which isn't the very best they could be. They could be so much more. I, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers could, you know, could have and probably should have won two, maybe three more Super Bowls. I mean, really, he's that good. And, and so, um, everyone's wondering, is he going to stay in green Bay? Where's he going to go? What's he going to do? I don't know. Um, I highly doubt he would leave the situation he's in. Uh, He's got a really talented team. He's got talent around him. I'm not sure that there's a better place in the NFL to play than green Bay. I mean, it's one of those special places to play. And uh, I, you know, he's got, he's got time left. I just think uh, him kind of, Saying what he said is just Aaron Rodgers being grumpy. And uh, I, I think he'll just stay in Green Bay and be the Green Bay grumpy man until he retires. And who knows how long that will be. Okay, we're going to take another break here. Um, you have Trevor Lawrence, who clearly is the number one pick in the draft. And then there's a whole bunch of other quarterbacks, Justin Field and Zach Wilson. And there's debate about who should be number two. I'll give you my thoughts when I come back. Hey <laughs> okay, folks, welcome back to Helmets Off. Uh, love to talk about you know quarterbacks. We've got Tom Brady, we've got Patrick Mahomes today. we got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, now we got some of the young guns, some of these guys who potentially could be those other guys. That the, their fortunes are just starting, and who has a future? Who has a fortune? And of course, Trevor Lawrence is kind of the the guy, and I think Trevor Lawrence will be a really good pro. I really do. He's he's got a lot of a lot of things that um, matter. If you look at the guys in the Super Bowl today, and it happens all the time. And I know everyone is in love with run and shoot, this and that, whatever. But you know who's in the Super Bowl? Two traditional quarter – and just so you know, Patrick Mahomes is not a run and shoot quarterback. He's not a, – a, I'm sorry, a spread dual threat quarterback. It's the same darn thing. He's not the guy. Okay, He's not that guy. He's a guy that drops back and throws the ball. And he may move around in the pocket extending plays But Aaron Rodgers, everybody does that. Maybe not Tom Brady because he can't run, but everyone uh, in the NFL extends plays by being active in the pocket and moving around. Okay, so I just think that's interesting that you want to get to a Super Bowl. I'm not sure that the spread quarterback is the number one option for you to get there. And, And the reason being is these guys are too exposed. They take too many shots. I know it's a sexy thing in college, but I, it just, I just don't believe that – I believe you've got to make throws in the NFL sitting in the pocket traditionally like you would, and the guys that can do it consistently are the guys that have success. They just are. Uh, okay, that being said, um, who of the two guys that are supposed to be two and three in the draft – got Trevor Lawrence, one, Justin Field, two-ish, Zach Wilson, two-ish. And you hear this debate now that you know maybe it's maybe it's Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson just shot up the board, and he, and and I've watched Zach Wilson for years, and I'll tell you what has happened with Zach Wilson, he's gotten better every year, and that's a big thing. It's a big thing because um, it, it means he hasn't reached his potential. You got to think about this for a minute, okay? When you have when you have a guy that just kind of goes stagnant or maybe even drops a little, then you're like, Oh man, uh, that's the best he's going to be. Now he may be really good in college. And you say, wow, he's a great college player. But if he, if he doesn't have more in the tank, then, uh, then he's probably not going to have a successful NFL career. Tom Brady's a great example of that. Tom Brady just got better in college and better and better. And he was battling all the time to be the starter at Michigan. And, and then, and then he ultimately kind of matured into that guy. And then you just watched his pro career and he just continues to get better and better and better. And, and uh, all the really good standing quarterbacks have that, that trajectory. But when you have a guy that just stops, you know, Carson wins. Like right now it's like, man, what, where is, You know, is he, is is that all, is that it? Is that the best of him? And maybe to some extent, maybe even like, I don't want to, I want, don't want to say Dak Prescott just yet, but he could potentially be one of those guys. uh, You, you know, maybe, you know, there's a guy like Sam Darnold who's with the jets and they're like, yeah, he just kind of, but then you have a guy like uh, um, uh, Josh Allen at Buffalo, where you've just seen him get better and better and better. So you look at these these young quarterbacks, and we're talking about Justin Field and we're talking about Zach Wilson, and that's what you've seen with Zach Wilson, and 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 there's significant jumps. I mean, the jump from last year to this year with Zach Wilson has been has been uh, remarkable, and a lot of it is he he had shoulder surgery uh, in the off season before not the you know two seasons ago, and he wasn't quite the same player, and you watch. The velocity on the football you watch the one thing I love about Zach Wilson is he's a guy that's going to chuck the ball down the field. He's going to take shots, and you have to be able to do that uh, in the NFL. And he's got this confident swagger about himself. Now, Justin Field he feels still a little raw to me. They, they didn't play a lot of games last year, and they didn't play a lot of games against good football teams. And, and there were times he struggled, and, and he kind of had these and, – and you just – there's these question marks, and you feel like maybe he holds the ball just a little too long and, and seeing things down the field. But then you see these throws – he makes these throws, and you go, whoa, okay, you know, this guy. And he's athletic. But what happened to Justin Field, and what I believe would happen to Justin Field in the NFL, is that early on he'd be a runner. He'd be a dual threat guy. And he got hit really hard against, uh, I believe it was Clemson and, and, uh, and he got hurt and, and he's a guy that's just going to get exposed to getting hurt because I'm just telling the dual threat thing. I know it's sexy and I know people love it, but I, I haven't seen the consistent, you know, and he's a super athlete, right. And he's a great quarterback, throws the ball very nicely, but I, I'm just not sure if he's, he's that complete player. And then, he, I think he's going to have a little bit of the Dwayne Haskins hangover, where Dwayne was a guy that man, and I liked Dwayne Haskins. I liked the way through the football. I liked a lot about him, but I didn't know him, you know, internally. And 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 there was serious, you know, concerns about you know his commitment to things and and his ability to to really work at what he was doing. And and that's what happens a lot of times in these big time programs where they're just so much better than everyone. They just rely on being better athletes that they don't develop the skills necessary to translate and, and succeed at the next level. And you've seen that with Zach Wilson. You've seen him develop his game and build his game. And his game to me feels more complete than, than Justin Fields. And, and, and I, and what you saw, you saw him play very well and, and consistent all the way through This past season, and you've seen a player, you know, to get better. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I think Zach Wilson probably should be the the second pick, or quarterback picked in the draft. Now, where that ends up, I don't know. But there's a lot of folks talking about picking him really high, and and it'll be interesting if he goes to the right situation, that he could end up having a a really good career. But um, it's been a fascinating rise for Zach Wilson. This year, because of, uh, I mean, he came out of nowhere. And really, BYU w- and Zach Wilson was fortunate that I think COVID probably gave them more exposure than I think they would have. It certainly gave him more exposure and he responded to it. He responded to it brilliantly. All right, well, Helmets Off is now off. Uh, again, please like us at uh, Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. Of course, We're um, sponsored by kslsports.com. You can get the uh, KSL Sports app uh, 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 anywhere you find, uh, you know, apps. Download us, get us, and you get get to hear me and a whole lot of other stuff. All right. Until then, we'll see you then.